Citizen Critic is a production of iHeartRadio and Double Elvis. This song was by Billy Ray Cyrus. Maybe by Billy Ray Cyrus. That Lil Nas heard and was just Ah, like, I'm going to hip hop over that. That's the situation. (laughs) That's not how you say it either. (laughs) What? (laughs) Don't push the mic away. I just said, I'm going to hip hop over that. (laughs) (laughs) That is depressing. Oh, that is the saddest thing I've ever said. Immediately after I said it, I was like, nope, that's not, that's not correct. On this episode of Citizen Critic, with the release of the Suicide Squad spin-off Birds of Prey and Joker's Night at the Oscars, we're putting up the bat signal and taking the new look at Tim Burton's Batman, which just celebrated its 30th anniversary. We'll also make some uneducated Oscar predictions ourselves. In the case of The People vs. Michael Keaton as Batman, we hear from petitioners on both sides to discover what a difference three decades can have on public opinion. And finally, some poor bastard's wife humiliates him in an online review of a Batman costume. Hold on to your bat jocks, crime fighters. This is Citizen Critic. Welcome to Citizen Critic, the podcast where we critique the critics and review the reviewers. I'm Scott Janowitz. And I'm Greg Conley. And this is our inaugural episode. This is the kickoff. Our pilot. It's pilot season. Is, it, it's, is this technically a pilot? The first one's the pilot? I, the first, I think the first thing of everything is kind of a oh. pilot. Um, which brings us to the topic at hand. As I said at the top of the show, in recognition of a bunch of uh, Batman-y things happening recently. Is that the correct <laughs> nomenclature? batman It's <laughs> denotes a certain Batmanism. I think that's the scholarly term <laughs> mm, bat many things happening recently oh that tool belt is batman <laughs> excuse me it's a utility belt or it is not batman <laughs> all belts are utility belts <laughs> yeah it's true that's true they are utile that's a good fucking point <laughs> well, my belt serves a purpose it does I utilize I mean, it daily i will say as i'm getting older the belt Becomes less and less a little important. More, a little more superfluous. <laughs> it's a little more decorative. Than As I be. become more superfluous, <laughs> so does my belt. Yeah. But in recognition of these uh, Batmanish things <laughs> happening, we're going to talk about the first really big Batman movie, which yeah. was directed by Tim Burton and starred Michael Keaton. Michael as Keaton. The Batman. I was just thinking back to when that movie came out, uh, 1989. That was culturally kind of monumental. Batman was everywhere. It was a frenzy. It was an absolute frenzy. Prince music was everywhere. As it should be. Every kid had a Batman Uh t-shirt. Loved Batman. It's hard to remember that now. Because that was the first big one. That was like the first like, oh my God, they're doing like a super. Well, I guess Superman was a little more kitschy though, you know? Yeah, and that was a while. That was like, yeah. There There hadn't been anything like it in a while. Yeah, it was a little reboot. That Niagara Falls scene, beautiful. Fucking classic. It is. It is beautiful. <laughs> Who was the cinematographer for that? 
But for that generation of kids, uh, no, it was a huge deal. It was. I mean, was I feel like, like oh, I was a oh, kid. Wow. Eighty nine. I was just a young. I was a young. <laughs> sure, you were a young kid. But I do feel like you get people that are into every Batman individually, and yeah. I also kind of feel like somewhere in there, there's a personality test. I don't know who my favorite Batman is. Uh, of the Batmans, it's a tough. I mean, call. I guess Christian Bale would be the Christian best. Bale's. That voice is so stupid. <gasps> It's so dumb. <laughs> he could have he could have kind of done it without being so ridiculous. It's about weird it. that he gave him a lisp too, though. <laughs> it, he has a slight lisp. I feel like by the third one, certainly. <laughs> it's I think a joke. Nothing scares people more than bats and <laughs> speech impediments. Slight speech, impediments. Slight, slight barely noticeable <laughs> speech impediments. His, his speech was dumb. And then you hear Christian Bale like actually interviewed in real life. And he's like, hello, I don't know what's so, going that's on. That's the funny thing. I was like, listening what? to him interviewed, I think, on NPR uh, for, for Fresh Air. <laughs> give him he's, a, just, he's not give cock- him a half He's not cockney. Hello, <laughs> he, he, <laughs> he does, he does. And it's, that is what he sounds like in interviews. He, uh, you know. Oi! <laughs> <laughs> Gonna be here, Terry Gross. Uh, I believe I heard him interviewed by Terry Gross, and I'm listening to this whole interview. It's like 40 minutes in. She's talking about to him about getting a character, and yeah, he's yeah. like, "Well, one of the things I do." He's like, "For instance, I'm giving this interview to you in with an American accent," and Terry Gross and I were both like, "Oh shit." <laughs> She was like, I didn't even think about it. I was like, me neither, Terry Gross. <laughs> You're having a, a side conversation. With I Terry knew Gross. he was British, but yeah, I didn't think yeah, yeah. twice about it. I was like, yeah, that's what Christian I think you'd be surprised. Like. I think that he has that's what pretty, Patrick Bateman sounds like. Pretty thick British accent. He does have a, yeah, but it's not. I, it's a little cockney. I'd fucking Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was surprised when I heard him interview. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, Christian Bale, you are super British. <laughs> we'll look for interviews after because yeah. I feel like there's one where he's just like. He's not Cockney. He's not. <laughs> like, I'm wearing a bowler hat by the end of it. It's <laughs> just, just completely outrageous. <laughs> okay, well, let's go now to today's uh, first segment, our feature presentation. This is our feature presentation, a review from a professional critic. This is a review from the Los Angeles Times, concurrent to the release of the original Tim Burton Batman film. And it's called Bat Angst in Basic Black by Sheila Benson, Times film critic. Uh, This is a negative review. It's an an ominous, ominous title. Yeah. As its trailer has already hinted, Batman, citywide, is very much a movie. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Oh, that this out. movie is. I can oh, see this movie anywhere. It's not in limited release. <laughs> it's weird that I'm drinking uh, Coke from McDonald's, and that's all I see is about this movie. <laughs> but where can I see it? What art house has yeah. the Batman? Yeah. <laughs> it's very much a movie and a hero for the 80s. Is it interesting? Fitfully. <laughs> is it fun? 
Not much, Gotham City fans. Well, not much. Come on, it was fun. Joker. That is a a, a very self aware assessment of the eighties. What to be not in fun. the eighties and be like eh, fitful? Not much fun. Sounds like she got sober. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And by 80s, I mean 1985 to present. <laughs> <laughs> Prior to that, as best I can remember, it was a good time. Oh, did, yeah. 83, I was riding unicorns every Thursday. <laughs> it was a good time. <laughs> it's a murky brooding piece set in a twisted city almost choked with evil and inertia. And Bruce Wayne, half of its hero's dual identities, Ooh. is very nearly in the same fix. Driven to write a naughty world the best that one man naughty. can. It was naughty. They painted Gotham to be an absolute hellscape in the yeah, movie. It did. Oh, you boys are naughty. It's naughty. They're dropping acid on people's faces. Driven to write a naughty world the best that one man can. He was. He's withdrawn, cerebral, severely absent-minded. As director Tim Burton sees him, <laughs> he's practically the Hamlet of multimillionaire, excuse me, millionaire. I was giving him too much money. <laughs> millionaire philanthropist socialites. Uh, when he puts on his bat muscles and his bat hat, his bat jock <laughs> and his <laughs> bat gauntlets. That's what I love, his bat jock. And his world heavyweights bat belt. <laughs> his bat. Bad hat. I don't is think that jock. I don't think this lady takes him seriously at all. Is bad cod piece? You say no, no, <laughs> no, no. Bad jock. It's bad jock. Almost nothing is left of him but glitteringly blue gray eyes and a voluptuously oh. full mouth. <laughs> uh, in the opposite corner, wearing purple satin, clown white, green hair, and a permanent <laughs> rictus. Is the picture's big noise the Joker? Oh boy, she's the, not even down with the Joker. Yeah, the Joker begins as Gotham City gangster Jack Napier, before a confrontation with Batman tips him into a vat of toxic waste, turning him into a party hardy misanthrope. Come on, <laughs> I mean he's still a dangerous killer. Yeah, but he's. Uh, he, I guess the issue is that his character's. Jokerness is like it seems to be a genuine joy. His notion is to paralyze Gothamites with Smilax gas and lethal toiletries. His target, <laughs> apparently anything that moves, including his own henchmen and a few things that don't. Ooh, yeah, like a museum's worth of the art treasures of the Western world, which go under in an orgy of slashing and splashing. He does spare one. A shrieking nightmare vision by contemporary angst master Francis Bacon that the Joker kind of likes. <laughs> this is, she's clearly chosen to like zero in on this moment as like completing yeah. his psychological profile. There's five more paragraphs about this one moment. And <laughs> <laughs> no. The vandalism is supposed to suggest the lengths to which this sadist will go. <laughs> There may even be a lost Ted Turner colorizing joke somewhere in the melee. <laughs> wow. I don't know. Yeah, I, <laughs> She's like, Maybe. there probably wasn't. <laughs> I'm not going to go back and watch it. <laughs> but not even the fact that the paintings look like Kmart repros can mm. keep this sequence from being a true stomach churner. Not in today's world of indiscriminate art wackos. <laughs> 
I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> art wackos. She's pissed because I got cheap art to rip up in the scene where he's yeah. in a museum ripping up art. Right. They should have spent more effort on. <laughs> uh, like, would you go to Home Goods? Yeah. <laughs> yeah we spent we did. 60 bucks we were on destroying like it. 12 it's a pages. Batman movie. <laughs> Yes. We well, we were going to go to the, uh, the university, the, the Chicago Museum, and get like <laughs> Monet's or Manet's or whatever the fuck they have there. Yeah. They were expensive. <laughs> we priced them out. <laughs> Nicholson uh, keeps things moving higher and higher, but it's also a performance of such draining intensity and so few really quotable lines, most of which have been packed into the trailer. That it has us on the ropes begging for mercy long before the Joker waltzes into his climax. Ooh, good Jesus. Waltzes into the climax. <laughs> Not worrying about whether anybody else is at the climax yet. <laughs> to a diehard Nicholson fan, it's unthinkable that a day would come when you wished Jack Nicholson would get off the screen. Just so this headache would let up for a minute. Oh, <laughs> really? But Batman has managed it. Talk about a toxic waste. <laughs> uh, there's a parenthetical here. The Joker, with his gruesome death dealing, is also the cautionary figure for parents of young children. <laughs> Take that PG 13 very seriously. This is where bad dreams are born. Oh, wow. End parentheses. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, she just gave it a completely shitty review in the paragraph before. <laughs> Do not let your children watch this movie. <laughs> she is trying like, to sink this film. No one, <laughs> no one should see this movie. It's going to ruin your children if they see this movie. The Joker's screaming machinations become so exhausting that to get away from them, we begin looking past him. Really? Straight into some puzzling inconsistencies. I mean, it's the compelling character in the movie. It's yeah. like... Yeah. The gag of the TV anchor persons getting progressively scuzzy because they're afraid of sampling the Joker's line of <laughs> killer toiletries is a funny one. Then why don't we see dapper Dan's like District Attorney Harvey Dent, Billy Dee Williams, thrown away in a sub cameo, also getting frayed. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that big of a part. Sorry. Well, it kind of wasn't about Billy D. Williams in no, the movie. Harvey Dent. It's a cameo. He accepted the... It wasn't as though they, it, uh, they no were living there. There's no such thing as a sub cameo. Yeah, it's a cameo no. or it's not. Yeah. It's the way it was written. Yeah. It's not a reality there he TV is. show. He's quick. Like... The quicker it is, the more of a cameo it is. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not like, like, oh, it doesn't have the length of a cameo. No. Stan Lee is in those Avengers movies oh, God, every for like one. five yeah. seconds. Yeah. And those are cameos. Alfred Hitchcock yeah. is like in the background of movies. Yeah. They're fucking cameos. I mean, fair enough. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> um, also getting frayed in the personal daintiness department. Does he have his own line of aftershave? Question mark. Come on. Well, I mean, honestly. That's my joke. <laughs> <laughs> when in a riotous parade through Gotham's scrunched up streets, the Joker kills about a quarter of the revelers with poison gas. Yeah. 
Why don't the other hundreds swarm over him and beat that silly grin <laughs> off his face? <laughs> All right, listen. Listen, I can't argue with that. Your revenge fantasy going on. Like, <laughs> if you just saw 100 people massacred by poison gas. Yeah. Yeah, he killed a quarter of the revelers. <laughs> a quarter of the crowd sure with poison gas. Yeah. They're panicked. <laughs> It'd be hundreds of people. Everybody, behind me. We're going to form two militias. One will attack from the north. (laughs) Another will sneak from the west. The the guy with like horrible facial deformities that make him look like a joker. Yeah. On a plane Why don't we go get that guy? (laughs) Yeah, let's go tackle him. He's wearing a satin suit and dancing the prince. Get him. Come on. (laughs) Come on, gang. Also, he has an army of henchmen. (laughs) It's like that's how the movie ends. It's a 47 minute movie. He descended in a hot air balloon. On a uh, f- uh, parade float. And in the Bell Tower <laughs> Vertigo finale, after the three principals have inched their way perilously to the top, where in the name of Holy Bat Guano did those oh, Joker for... henchmen come from? Yeah, don't say bat in front of everything. It's not... <laughs> yeah, you, pl- you, you played that card. <laughs> yeah, you played right. it. We, we it were okay with it for the first paragraph. <laughs> Sidestepped most disastrously is the meaning of the conflict between Batman and the Meaning of the conflict the fucking Joker killed his It's, it's good versus parents. evil. I don't, yeah, does he know that? Sure. Because he says the line, have you ever danced in the something with the devil? Yeah, dance with the devil in the pale moon. Yeah, yeah. So he says that at some point. He does. And Keats is like, motherfucker. Motherfucker. <laughs> Keaton's like. He's like, he's like Ving Rhames when he sees Bruce Willis <laughs> at the, at the crosswalk. Exactly. Motherfucker. <laughs> Batman is hardly Superman, unscarred psychically, and his duel with a man who could have been another facet of his own personality <laughs> should have resonated. Instead, the Joker has been demoted into a broad scale sociopath. That's what the Joker always was. Without a tempter's power or a mythic villain's complexity. And that's the movie's real oh. undoing. Wow. That's how she ends it. Fucking. I hope so. Paper's all over Mike the Mic drop. <laughs> Open mic. This is our open mic segment where we open the floor to different perspectives on our feature, in this case, Batman and its star, Michael Keaton, at that time, a very controversial casting choice. And on that note, I found two petitions. This is old school petition. This is when people had to circulate petitions on their own. (laughs) I see. Uh, And just kind of get it to as many people as they could. Pass it on. Yeah. I'd get so mad. I'd be like, oh, man, no, I'm holding this piece of paper. <laughs> Gotta pass it on. It's like the birthday card in the office. Fuck. Don't give it to me. I don't want to be the last one to sign it. a folder and I got to be surreptitious <laughs> yeah, yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Everybody knows if you're passing a folder <laughs> over your cubicle. Who the fuck does interoffice mail for anything anymore? You got one envelope. Everyone's like, oh, it's the birthday envelope. Whose birthday is it? <laughs> All right. The fucking red tie on the front of it. So this is a petition that was going around at the time of the casting of Michael Keaton as Batman. Yeah. To stop it from To happening. stop Michael Keaton from portraying the Batman. It has recently been announced that the actor Michael Keaton 
has been chosen to play the Batman oh. in the big budget film being directed by Tim Beetlejuice Burton. <laughs> <laughs> Who made this? For release in 1989, the 50th anniversary of the Batman. Oh, I didn't realize it was the 50th. So this is actually the 80th anniversary of Batman. Ah, well, there you go. If the producers <laughs> of this movie are truly committed to leaving the camp image of the 60s TV show behind and presenting to the world oh boy. the definitive Dark Knight detective, they can't allow Michael Keaton to play this role. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Keaton, they have capitalized all yeah, these Yeah, of course. Of course. Like, like a defendant in a law case. Yeah. Keaton is a fine comedy actor <laughs> who has done exemplary work in the past in such films as Beetlejuice. Yep. Mr. Mom. Agreed. Night Shift. Etc. <laughs> Etc. I ran out of material. <laughs> but he's definitely not the sort of imposing figure needed to define the ultimate creature of the night. <laughs> the Batman! <laughs> I was going to guess hookers. <laughs> <laughs> Help us to stop this ridiculous decision before filming starts in September 88. Sign the petition below and let's bring the folks at Warner Brothers Films to their senses. Ah, <laughs> uh, I was going to say to their, to their knees. knees. I don't, that seems... That's what I was hoping yeah. for. We, the undersigned, strong insist that the decision to cast Michael Keaton <laughs> as the Batman is a major mistake and is must be reversed. Is a major mistake. Hold on. Must be reversed. Total mistake. Before filming starts on Batman, the movie. <laughs> did it work? It did not work. I wonder how many signatures they got. Let me um, read a s petition I found just oh, now. I thought Warner Brothers wrote them back. This is a petition on change.org. Uh-huh. Bring Michael Keaton back oh. as Batman. Oh, boy. <laughs> Maybe it was the same author. <laughs> Nathan and Brittany... Started this petition to Warner Brothers, and with the announcement that Ben Affleck is no longer playing the Cape Crusader. Yeah. Who agrees that Michael Keaton should consider playing an older Wayne slash Batman? <laughs> I grew up as a kid. Yep. Yep. Watching yep. Batman. <laughs> watching, yep. watching Michael Keaton play Batman. I even had the action figures, bedspread, and Batman underwear. Ooh, that Michael Keaton bedspread. <laughs> oh, Every kid's dream. My Michael Keaton underwear. <laughs> I had a Michael Keaton underwear, non-Batman specific. Just mask it off. It was like, yeah, <laughs> characters from yep. Mr. Mom, <laughs> Night Shift. I had the lunchbox and the underwear. <laughs> um, during my years... Growing up, Batman has changed a total <laughs> of five times, portrayed by the following actors, 1989 to 2018, Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, Kilmer. Christian Bale, and Ben Affleck. Yeah. Instead of rebooting the franchise and creating standalone movies, I believe people would be extremely interested in watching an older Bruce Wayne <laughs> fight crime <laughs> with the original actor who started it in 1989. I, I believe I, this about the generations <laughs> that have followed me. <laughs> they want to watch an old Batman. Yeah, no, who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> it's better yet, yeah, just cast like Wilfred Brimley. 
as as the bad yeah. guy. Yeah, you won't ever <laughs> get old, get any older, and you'll have to fight crime. Um, Michael Keaton has expressed his interest in starring in a sequel to Beetlejuice. Let's show our support on finding a director, hopefully Tim Burton, <laughs> who can develop a develop a solid script that piques Michael Keaton's interest for a Batman sequel. <laughs> who agrees? Please sign the petition and let's get it known that we want Michael Keaton back as Batman because, quote, he's Batman. Oh, boy. 14 That's have signed. <laughs> let's get 14. to 100. I don't know that we need, uh, you know, the older Batman. I mean, yes, he's right. I would watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would too. But, but uh, not too many other people? Most of Batman is all about the conditioning. I mean, let's be honest. Batman as a superhero yeah. is fucking weak. Um, like, he has no superpowers other than being fabulously wealthy. Right. And a little gadget belt. But that that's what has. people like about him, that he's just a human with no special yeah, powers. Yeah, sure. But I mean, it's like he's a he's a better he's a successful non clumsy dumb Inspector Gadget essentially. <laughs> it's true. It's the same character, just one's competent, one's not. Yeah, it's true. Like Mister Gadget was the worst, but he had all the gadgets. Inspector, Inspector. Gadget. He didn't <laughs> go to four years of Inspector School <laughs> to be called Mister Gadget, did he? Apparently, he did. <laughs> yeah, Inspector Gadget. That's Inspector Gadget. <laughs> Citizen Critics. Let's hear from some of the Citizen Critics out there. These are reviews by real persons of various Batman-related products. I found a few reviews, uh, one-star reviews on Amazon.com for the <laughs> Tim Burton's Batman DVD. Tim Burton's Batman. Uh, although I believe... Very possessive. May, maybe not all of these people who reviewed this know that that's exactly what the review is for. <laughs> they, may, they may be reviewing other things. Ah, as good prudent reviewers will. Uh, this one might I be... want to be critical. I don't know of what, but here goes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. uh, here's one. Guitar player. <laughs> this ought to be bad. Guitar player. Guitar player says, This movie is craptastic. <laughs> It has unbelievably poor acting, and it's completely sexist and violent. I guess that's the point, since it's based on comic books, but geez! <laughs> it needs an R rating, as I can't in good conscience ever let my son watch it. You don't have, sir, you don't have a son. <laughs> you a mean your pet turtle? You're a guitar player. You're a pet turtle guitar player. <laughs> You identify yourself primarily as a <laughs> as a guitar player. Yeah. You have no children, sir. Not guitar playing dad. <laughs> sir, please. What are you in life? Are you a guitar player or are you a father? You cannot be both. The 80s sucked entirely and this movie uh, does <laughs> this, come movie, on. this movie is an example of why. Sounds like another person that got sober. <laughs> Most of the 80s the, sucked. Anyone hating on the 80s is like, <laughs> come on. Are you kidding me? 1982 to 1983 <laughs> and then 1986 to 1989 sucked. <laughs> For no reason related For no to reason. my personal life. <laughs> 
And this movie is an example of why. Sorry to you, Batman fans, but Val does a better job. Oh. As does George. Wow. So now I know. I remember I was making the joke before about like the personality test of who's your favorite Batman. Which actor? Didn't even include Val on there. Oh, gosh. He's many people's favorite Batman. Val Kilmer. Yeah. I think that he remained as Batman because that was the, like the last film that he did. I think he's living in a cave somewhere. Somebody could go get him. I think he's been living in a cave in like South America. That would explain a lot. Because uh, he did the method acting for that. Recent pictures I've seen of him can only be explained by <laughs> decades living in a cave, a remote cave. Yeah. Here's a review by Watching Out For You. That's creepy. I take that as a threat. Watching out for me or just watching out? <laughs> I'm watching out Comma, for you. Garbage. Oh. Not at all like the original Batman. What an awful movie. This is an insult even to the somewhat silly original Batman TV series. <laughs> at least the Batman I grew up with was motivated by and expressed noble ideals. Not just revenge or childhood trauma <laughs> or a twisted sense of self-righteousness. Those are like, that's Batman. That's the whole character, right? Like compelling factors yeah. of the Batman. Yeah. Childhood trauma. But what lived out as an what adult. What did they think there was more about it? What, what was it missing? Perfect. Uh, noble ideals. Noble ideals. Yeah. Motivated by and expressed noble ideals. <laughs> and he was always in control of his emotions and he knew what to say. Unlike this peculiarly <laughs> neurotic version who goes from extremes of cool confidence and rationality to wishy-washy sentimentality to downright bizarre fits of vicious temper. In this movie, Batman and Bruce Wayne don't even look like they could be the same person. But they are. (laughs) They're the same person. (laughs) Literally the same person. 100% the same person. It's the same guy. (laughs) As another reviewer pointed out, Wayne is a rather short... Another reviewer, a colleague. <laughs> a colleague of mine as a colleague of mine is a citizen that has a different job yeah. that also gives... Opinions. Some time to spend on the internet. <laughs> Wayne is a rather short, unattractive guy with a personality disorder. Michael Keaton got absolutely destroyed. But he's also Batman. They're like, he's so short, he's like 5'8". Oh, here's I'm a like, parenthetical. Eh, it's not all that short. Parenthetical. Also, what in the world happened to Robin? You won't even hear about him in this movie. <laughs> He's in a sex End dungeon. End parentheses. <laughs> what are you insinuating Batman did to Robin? <laughs> Batman won't even talk about it. <laughs> he won't even talk. <laughs> Didn't even look in the other part of the house, but geez. No, he's been yeah. putting down the memory it's hole. Just, the old uh, bat memory hole. He just haven't, they haven't got to him. <laughs> you won't hear about him in this movie. The Joker, although well played by Jack Nicholson, is way over the top. His pre-Joker so not actually well played by Jack. Nicholson. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> like the Joker, <laughs> a delectable performance by Jack Nicholson, yeah. is way over the top. Chilling mm, total the scenery. Joke. Like that's not. Those are two. You're expressing two opposite opinions right there. His pre-Joker persona is a mean guy with a huge ego and certainly amoral. But the similarity ends there. He later behaves with much more perversion and cruelty than the original. Well. So much that I think this movie should have been R-rated. 
Kids under the age of 16 simply should not see the gory things do he does to people for fun. What does he do? <laughs> oh, the sheltered lives we led as yeah. kids. He does gas a quarter of a group. Brutal. It's life in Gotham. <laughs> Speaking of kids, there are many PG-13 movies that are okay. <laughs> now that I've brought up kids. Yeah, let's raffle through all <laughs> PG-13 movies. Since you mentioned kids... <laughs> What's my favorite PG-13 movie? There are many PG-13 movies that are okay to show to 10-year-olds if you can caution them about an occasional bad guy, First of all, language, or immodesty. PG-13 means you have to be at least 13. Right. 10-year-old fucking jackass. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, it doesn't mean 13 and under. As soon as they're 13, this is just a warning. Yeah. They're not going to find the She's humor. She's aggravated funny. that this PG-13 rated movie... Is not okay for 10 year olds. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not okay. Not for this movie. Don't even think of showing it to a preteen. I will come to your house. <laughs> I will bring the authorities to your uh, house. That is ridiculous. Do not think about it. You fucking bad mother. Not only is there a fair amount of bad language and the specter of Batman's sudden descent into a casual sexual relationship. Oh, no. <laughs> Even with a beautiful girl, it's still embarrassing. <laughs> well, obviously, if it's embarrassing, it's embarrassing. The beautiful girl has nothing to yeah, do with yeah, it. it's not. Oh, <sighs> you dummy. <laughs> The violence is egregious, scary, perverse, often nonsensical, and overdone in case those other words didn't indicate that right. I thought it was right, overdone. Right, right. The original Batman might well have fallen in love with and kissed a beautiful woman, but he was also a gentleman and would not have slept with her on the very first date. How do you know the original Batman okay, so Miss well? This manners over here. <laughs> I am very sorry I bought this DVD. <laughs> In conclusion, <laughs> I am very sorry, but I am, I am very sorry about this DVD. Who is she apologizing to? Even though it was dirt cheap, <laughs> I am going to be a lot more careful about Amazon reviews from now on. This next one by Linda Martin. Oh, Linda, one star. Oh. I never read this book. <laughs> Prime video verified purchase. She bought this movie. She didn't accidentally get on this page after buying a book. No. She bought the book. Or, or even a movie that had been a book. Nope. All right. This is a review of the Batman toaster. Yeah. From, from Amazon. From Amazon.com. Yeah. What the fuck is it? <laughs> it's a toaster. What it's, does it do? It toasts things bread what does that do with batman it just has batman logo on the side of it <laughs> it doesn't even toast like a bat logo onto your toast i, I mean it it's unclear they don't i bet it does it does it might <clears throat> it's in the picture but they don't actually highlight it in the product description at all batman toaster just saying one star in the bin <laughs> British. I assume yeah. they're British. Sounds like Ringo. <laughs> I bought this toaster bin. and it went right in the bin. <laughs> in the Peace bin. and love to the Batman fans out there. I put this toaster right in the bin. Uh, it arrived after December 8th, 2017. <laughs> I warned you with peace and love. It's going right in the bin. 
<laughs> I, I'm going to read this as Ringo. <laughs> I used this for the first time this morning. <laughs> it started smoking up a lot, so I turned it straight off. <laughs> Prudent. They're definitely British. Straight off, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Straight yeah. off. Straight off. In the bin. <laughs> <laughs> I read the instructions and it said something along the lines of, it might have a lot of smoke and odor to it to begin with. <laughs> to begin with. But it will disappear the more you use it. What chemicals are you burning so off? So I'm like, oh, okay, it's normal. So I turned it back on and after not even five seconds, it was on fire. <laughs> this toaster has gone straight in the bin. <laughs> to reiterate the title. I've read other reviews and no one else has said this. <laughs> Don't know what was wrong with mine. <laughs> Clearly an electrical issue. You should have looked into it. One Ringo star. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's a... 60s version. Of uh, the costume. It's just a costume. Yeah, it's like Batman. A yeah. Costume for human beings yeah. to wear. <laughs> for adult males that <laughs> want to be Batman. For grown boys. Yes. Yes. For extra large sons. <laughs> this review says, don't do it. One star. This costume was terrible. First of all, the underwear were like four times granny panties with no shape whatsoever. <laughs> That's what I love. <laughs> I like, wanted them fitted. Grand, I granny wanted panties them tight. Generally really snooching. I wanted them tight. <laughs> I, I wanted to see. I want you to see everything. <laughs> I don't know. There's nothing worse than dumpy granny panties. I want panties. you to be able to tell how my blood pressure is. <laughs> Uh, nothing worse than an ill-fitting pair of granny panties is that your resting RA Jim <laughs> second the mask was crooked on my husband's face and the ears are basically it's our husband it was her husband's She's costume absolutely pissed that her husband didn't look like that bad <laughs> <laughs> it didn't like, make her husband look like, it's like George man, I think I think you're barking up the wrong tree for your marriage <laughs> if you think the suit was gonna do it. <laughs> he looked nothing like Batman. <laughs> Just look like Christian my husband. Bale is much more <laughs> handsome than my husband. Uh, my husband's face and the ears are basically drawn onto the costume and don't even stick out like they're supposed to. <laughs> it was not erotic at all. <laughs> How's the sonar going to work? I'm pretty sure some child factory worker in a China who has never seen <laughs> in, a China. in a China shop <laughs> has never seen the original Batman a day in their lives made this costume. <laughs> Madam, all, madam, yeah. your empathy is misplaced. <laughs> your feelings oh. for these children is she's talking about misguided. child labor who have never even seen a Batman a day in their godforsaken lives. You know what the lives. worst part of child labor is? They haven't seen the monkeys, the original <laughs> Batman. All they've seen is knockoff <laughs> Batman anime, like Catman or something. <laughs> Madam, uh, please have some <laughs> compassion for these you children. Know, God forbid you try to help the child neighbors <laughs> making this chintzy Batman Fuck outfit. them and fuck you. <laughs> my my <laughs> husband just looked like my husband. <laughs> uh, 
Third, the cloth. <laughs> Third, the cloth around the mask was made for a person with a short, fat neck. <laughs> <laughs> it was made for me, I think. <laughs> like I should not my ninety-pound husband. <laughs> Her husband's 90 pounds? Jesus. <laughs> no, she didn't say that. Get him an IV. The logo on the front was not stitched on all the way around. That's because the poor child labor <laughs> probably were fucking ran out of energy. Yeah. <laughs> they no, collapsed not on the fed. floor. <laughs> uh, they, oh, they couldn't bother to finish the last few loops. <laughs> they were too weak. <laughs> Children were too weak. They got their blood on it. That's what the message I want you to take out of this review. (laughs) One star. Get stronger child labor. The whole thing was so bad, I felt bad making my husband wear it just to take my son, who was dressed as Robin, right downstairs to the block party. (laughs) I am calling DCF. (laughs) That poor man. Poor kid. Yeah. He was dressed as Robin, too. Dressed as Robin right downstairs to the block party, which was not a costume party. <laughs> I, I, my guess. What did your poor husband do? <laughs> All right. All right. I'll put on the costume. <laughs> We're just going down to the block party. Nobody else will hear about this. <laughs> She'll never repeat this story to anybody. Oh, no, absolutely. It'll not. only be my neighbors who understand my situation. <laughs> my marital situation. They also interact with her. This could not possibly. She won't have she won't where where else would she tell the story? <laughs> she has no platform on which to spread this Ter- terrible embarrassing tale. Oh. <laughs> One. Why did she make him go to the block? She goes on about the block party. One person even commented that Batman looked like. (laughs) (laughs) Even commented that Batman looked like he got hit with the shrunken ray gun. (laughs) That's her fucking husband. She's (laughs) masculating. Poor guy. (laughs) Totally masculine. He's like, I'm trying to gain weight. (laughs) Can't even fill out a fucking Batman costume. He's the butt of the joke of the neighborhood. (laughs) A shrunken ray gun by one of his enemies. (laughs) But his suit stayed the same size. Oh, this is this poor guy. This poor guy, man. Well, he's dead by now. (laughs) (laughs) This costume was embarrassing and ridiculously priced for the quality of it. It I would never. I sent my husband to a fucking. Put it on. I know it's bad. Put it on. I'm not going to have our son look like an asshole as a Robin without a Batman. Just Robin? Put on the suit, Steve. <laughs> oh, you look ridiculous. <laughs> you look like a fucking idiot. Go to the block party. Go. They're waiting. Bring these brownies. They're waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me look stupid. <laughs> uh, 
I would never purchase this again. And I definitely want my money back. Uh, Your husband wore it to a party. Holy shit. I'm pretty sure that's the definition of non-refundable for <laughs> yeah, a costume. Yeah. We oh, a I went to a Halloween party. party. I wore the costume. <laughs> he came it's home total shit. bloodied. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a little exit music for you. Our last segment, since we're talking Batman and uh, Joker is up for several Oscars, we're going to take a couple of really wild guesses to predict winners of the 2020 Academy Awards. The Oscars <laughs> are going to have aired by the time this last podcast night. airs. It, was it last? It will be the night before. It will have been last night. It will have been last night. Ooh. <laughs> I bet I had so much fun. I have not seen more than two of I, the films. Of For Best Picture? Uh, for like almost any of these. So <laughs> I think I have seen three of the Best Picture. Three out of like seven. It's a big category. Which Okay, so let me read. Best motion picture of the year nominees, Ford versus Ferrari. No, I didn't see that movie because clearly Ferrari always wins. I can't believe <laughs> Ford versus Ferrari. <laughs> I don't think it's a straight up race. I, it's not even a, it's a, if it's a race, it's if it's a choice. Uh, yeah, didn't see Ford versus Ferrari. No, didn't see that. Or uh, I've seen Joe versus Volcano. <laughs> nope, different movie. Great movie. That, that was robbed. <laughs> Every year, it should get nominated for something. <laughs> yeah, there should be like a Cecil B. DeMille type of word for that. Like, we screwed it up. This long-standing <laughs> snub is finally being remedied. The next one is The Irishman, which I've seen. I have also seen The Irishman. Martin Scorsese. That's the one. Jojo Rabbit, I have not seen. I haven't seen it, but I do kind of, I want to see it. I'd like I, to see that. I hear it's very excellent. Yeah. Uh, Joker. Have seen that. Saw it last night. Yeah. I watched it last night. Yeah, it is. I have mixed feelings well, about it. Yeah. I enjoyed it, but I found myself, it's a, it's a very faithful picture to mental illness. Yes. I was like, where's the jokes? <laughs> <laughs> where's the lighthearted Joker? You wanted more 60s Batman TV. No, I, I mean Cesar Romero. Yeah, it's my favorite Cesar thing Romero. about Cesar Romero is he didn't shave the mustache. <laughs> he just pay, paint over it. It is the best. He's like, it's my signature thing, the mustache. <laughs> no, just paint over it. No, it was. I mean, it was a very dark movie, and it was it kind of dealt with the Joker's overwhelming mental illness. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about a movie that's just trying to get me to empathize with somebody like that. Yeah. I want on one hand I see it, you know, just kind of see, seeing mental illness and that's that's valid but this is a a psychopath. So overall I thought it was great. There were just times in the movie and I don't know if I was supposed to empathize with him but I was just like, "Ah, that stinks." To be you. Yes, that's and and kind of I, at times during the movie I resented that. I was Did like, "Did you felt you that he, that it, this movie was making you was, resented your empathy." <laughs> I resented the manipulation <laughs> of my empathy. <laughs> Kaboom. Take that. I don't think that's not. Just dropped that on you. There's a psychologist listening. <laughs> I don't think we need to hear from anybody else. I think I've 
my background yeah. as a guy in a band has <laughs> provided yes. me with the authority to speak on this topic. You have had more access to the mentally ill. I've dealt with a lot of to mental To the functional, quote-unquote functional mentally ill. <laughs> the other options are little women. No. I'd really like to see that. Yeah. Marriage story. I don't have any interest in seeing. Zero interest in seeing a marriage story. Uh, 1917. <laughs> I, uh, I want to see. I want to see 1917 as well. I heard that in 1917 – not the year, the movie, that that was filmed all in one take. <laughs> I read this on the internet. It was all one shot. What was? <laughs> they filmed the movie. And now that I'm saying oh, it to you, oh, 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 yeah. it's, I knew that I was like, that's not true. That can't be true. But now <laughs> that I'm saying it out loud, I'm like, obviously it's not true. <laughs> and I can't remember who's like the big actor that comes in at the end of that movie. There's some big actor. I don't know. But they would start from the beginning if they messed it up. So it was filmed all in one shot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And if they were an hour and 48 minutes in, <laughs> Scott, Stop, places, and, start back to one. and this, this big actor would just sit in a, in a dressing room, a trailer. <laughs> right. And they'd come in and be like, Days oh, at a we're time. starting like for two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> that's what you thought happened. Uh, that's what was reported on the internet. <laughs> Uh, no, it's just, what is it? Just a, one particular long shot or is it a series of long shots? The whole movie. I mean, according <laughs> now to, we have no idea. It is a single shot. No one will ever know. <laughs> that movie <laughs> The answer was to that question is lost to history. One take long. <laughs> I think it was on Twitter and I, I know everything's on Twitter. Everything on Twitter. <laughs> no, that's all true stuff. <laughs> Gets vetted. Yeah. No. Uh, but I thought it was funny cause I actually for a half a second considered it and I was like, Man, that sucked. He sat in that trailer. Colin Firth? It could have been. It was on level with the Colin Firth. Yeah. Somebody like that. So he was sitting in a trailer just all on for, you know, And two Benedict weeks. Cumberbatch. Oh, I think it was Cumberpooch. Yeah, it was him. I, it was Benedict Cumberbatch. I don't know. It was one of them. Okay. One of those two. I think it was Benedict Cumberbatch. He'd show up on set every day and sit in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. I could see him being very patient. About I could it. too, actually. He seems like a pretty patient person. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I saw and you saw. Yep. I saw uh, twice. Yeah. We're such basic bitches. We've seen <laughs> The Irishman and the Tarantino movie. <laughs> I, I watch what comes to me. I've seen The and Joker. Joker. And Joker. Yeah. yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, Parasite is the other one. I don't know. Is that a. I really want to see Parasite. Yeah. I've heard it's fantastic. Is that like the Japanese movie? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so what's your pick? I think a marriage story is going to win because as much as you and I don't want to watch overwrought human suffering, yeah, I I feel like the people that vote for the Oscars, that's all they want to see. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be 1917, a uh, historical drama yep. uh, by Sam Mendes. Mm -hmm. Single take. One take the whole movie. If that's true, they 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 absolutely deserve. He's <laughs> still holding out hope. That's that true. Is, I know it's <laughs> if if that's true, and I'm I don't I doubt it is. <laughs> oh, let's do director: The Irishman, Scorsese, Joker, Todd Phillips, 1917, Sam Mendes, Once Upon a Time, Quentin Tarantino, hmm. Parasite, uh, Bong Joon Ho. I think it's going to be between Bong Joon-ho and 1917, Sam Mendes. Sam, Sam Mendes. Mendes. 
Mendes. Mendes. <laughs> I think it's ultimately I think it's going to be Sam Mendes, especially if it's one shot. But I, I don't it's not. Stop it. Not. Stop it. <laughs> it's not one shot. <laughs> I say Scorsese. Single shot Sam. Really? You think it's going to be Scorsese? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh I'm curious to see how completely wrong we were. Yeah, we're going to be super wrong. <laughs> I was just, I was just, my last random pick is that Toy Story 4 wins best feature animated, best animated feature. Is it up against Frozen 2? I think so. Hmm. I don't have a vote in the all animated yeah. best movie selection. <laughs> I would say Frozen 2. Just I just happened to see it while I was looking at these the other day. Just because I exist in the Frozone. What's that? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> Is that I exist in the Frozone. I like Frozen. It's the Frozone. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> you know what, bud? Why don't you take time out? <laughs> Why don't you go on over and <laughs> take a seat? It's terrible. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> Not certain what happened there. I do like the Frozen movies. Though. <laughs> I I got that. <laughs> you don't need to reiterate it. <laughs> I'm in the Frozone. <laughs> I'll be right back. I gotta go. Peel a, peel a bumper sticker off my car. <laughs> so, yeah, that's our basic bitch Oscar picks. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see how it goes. <laughs> see how we fare. And that's our episode. Hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, find the Citizen Critic inside yourself. Go on ahead. Leave us a rating and review. It makes a big difference and helps people discover the show, which comes out every Monday. So please be sure to subscribe. Citizen Critic comes to you from Double Elvis and is executive produced by Jake Brennan of Disgraceland. It was created by Jake, Greg Conley, and me, Scott Janowitz. I also composed and recorded the music, and I engineer and edit the show. Follow us on Instagram at CitizenCriticPod, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Citizen Critic is a production of iHeartRadio and Double Elvis. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.